Hi, everybody. It's episode 467 of PodQuest. Hey. hey. Yeah. It's Wednesday, July 26th, 2023. I am Chris, with me is Druten. Hello. And Walnut. Yeah, I'm here. How you guys doing? I'm sleepy. <laughs> That's I'm unacceptable. Shockingly, I, you know what? The first day, I'm not doing all that terrible in the past few weeks, so... Like, I'm, n- I'm not sleepy... My acid reflux isn't killing me as much. Only my stomach hurts because I got fucking glutened again by another fucking taco place in two weeks. But I decided to continue eating that food, so it's half on me. Uh, just because I'm over it. Um, but yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, actually, for the first time in a while. Sounds like maybe you shouldn't be getting tacos anymore. I, but see, that's the thing. Tacos are, like, the best thing to get. Especially... Make your like, own tacos. I mean, I could do that, but... Uh, the the it's it's weird, but if you're trying to eat healthy, with the exception of maybe Taco Bell, street tacos are honestly probably some of the cleaner things to eat if you're going to order out. Because it's meat, veggies, and barely any carbs. I mean, you're on the shell, but like you got the shell, but it's still like not that bad on carbs, especially if you get I, a corn tortilla. I mean, you're not wrong, but I I was just I was giving you a hard time. I know, I know. I had a burrito bowl yesterday. It was quite good. Nice, nice. The only burrito bowls I get are Chipotle, and they're fine. No, this was um, this was like a Mexican place up in uh, Fishtown. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was good. Pork carnitas, roast corn, rice, beans. Nice. Yeah, w- would would eat again. Yeah, um, they they're cool because they also they have like vegetarian and vegan options too. So Erica mm-hmm. can get stuff that she normally can't. Like they do a um a vegan chorizo chimichanga. Oh, nice. And like. Most places don't even do, like, a vegan chimichanga anything. Mm-hmm. So, like, she had never had one of those before, before the first time we went to this place. Nice. Yeah. I might I might try uh, sometime the weekend of my birthday to go back out to Mission Taqueria in the uh, in the city, because that place is great, and everything they have there is gluten-free. Which is excellent for you. Yeah, even desserts, which is great. And, it's, I mean, they have decent amount of uh, vegetarian options as well, so... Maybe depending, because I think my my mom's, anyone who doesn't know, my birthday's on Thursday, my mom's birthday is Sunday. So it's always like a big issue, because her birthday's three days after mine. It's always a big issue, what we're going to do for whoever's birthday, and blah, blah, blah. Um, so maybe depending on what my mom's birth, I think she wants to go to Lantern Festival, uh, which is also in the city. So it's like, why don't we go get tacos, the whole family, and then go to Lantern Festival, or the other way around, go to Lantern Festival, and then go get tacos. While we're in the city, why don't we do it all? But we'll see what happens. Well, you're, we all know you're only going to do the one thing. You're just going to go to Lantern Festival, mm-hmm. then everyone's going to want to go someplace else. Maybe Cheesecake Factory for dinner? Oh, fuck that. If they say Cheesecake Factory, I'll say no. <laughs> no the last, <laughs> Did I talk about on here the last time we went to Cheesecake Factory? I don't I don't know. Was it when you were excited about like your weight loss and all, and they all treated you crappy? No, that was, that was um, for Eric's birthday, and that was at Hibachi. Oh, I thought that was Cheesecake Factory. Sorry. That, no, because Cheesecake Factory was a month later for Gwen's birthday, for her, for my niece's birthday. Um, and uh, so it was her final soccer game and for her birthday combined on that day. And we go to the soccer game and then we go to Cheesecake Factory because that's where they want to go for some reason. I've never, I'll be honest, I've never had a good meal at the Cheesecake Factory. I have, um, but it's definitely not the place you go like... You go because there's options for everybody. You don't go because the food is especially, like, good. Sure. So, um, we, we go there, and I, of course, it's Cheesecake Factory. We show up at, like, four-ish, 
and it's a three-hour fucking wait at four o'clock, because it's a Cheesecake Factory. It's always a long-ass wait. And so I let them know, hey, guys, it's a three-hour wait. Do we want to go somewhere else? Their response was, well, we're not going to leave for at least an hour, so no, we're fine. But I'm here now. <laughs> you did talk about this, but I don't know oh, if it was yeah, on yeah, here yeah. or if it was just like elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, had, I, I ended up. I, I want. I should have just left. I was so mad. But then uh, the food I ordered, they, they have like they. You can get. I can get like gluten free pasta, and they. It, it, it didn't taste like anything. The, not the pasta. The pasta was pasta. It really didn't taste like anything because that's what pasta tastes like. Um. But the sauce really didn't have a flavor. The ricotta cheese that was on it didn't have a flavor. The um, the chicken that I added, and it was $5 more, was barely there and didn't have flavor. And I'm like, this sucks. This sucks. This is the worst meal I've ever had in my life. And I just, I honestly, if anybody offers Cheesecake Factory, I'll say, no, I'm good. I refuse. Oh, see, I was going to invite you next weekend if you want to go to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> of course you would. No. No, I mean, we haven't been, to, I don't think we've been to Cheesecake Factory since maybe before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I don't, just kind of like, we stopped generally going any place that was, um, like chains. Like for, not, not like because like fuck chains, just we have enough good places to eat around us that like they just never pop up when we're talking about where we want to get food from. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, chains are easier for like the kids and stuff because the kid you know what the kids are going to want and all the chains are the same so you can always find a cheesecake factory wherever you are exactly but when you're a bunch of fucking adults don't go to fucking cheesecake factory don't go to a chain restaurant unless it's like a smaller chain restaurant like you know maybe try like mod pizza or something like that which i've never been to or what what's that fried chicken place that's also near mod pizza in that same shop pdq pdq Mm -hmm. yeah which I've also never... I can't eat there. I don't think they have gluten-free fried chicken. Um, but yeah, it's... Fuck the Cheesecake Factory. Hey, their cheesecake is really good. I mean, I've only ever had one kind of cheesecake there, and it's fine. It's uh, it's very rich and chocolatey. Don't you not like cheesecake, or is that your brother? I, no, I'm not a fan of cheesecake, no. I, I didn't like it beforehand, uh, before being gluten-free, and I only get it when I go there because there's only two dessert options and if you're going to cheesecake factory you're getting dessert yeah i i do like their cheesecakes but like i don't know that i've ever gotten just the plain cheesecake because who the fuck just gets plain cheesecake unless like that's all they have that's gluten free well no 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 they they have they have like a one of their gluten-free things it's like a low low calorie gluten-free thing which fuck that if you're getting cheesecake you're getting cheesecake <laughs> yeah uh, and then the other one is uh like their they're triple chocolate Godiva something or other cheesecake, which is gluten free, and it's like I mean it's just super rich and thick and hearty and like it tastes like chocolate and that's I guess that's like I mean I'm not a big fan of like the consistency of of cheesecake in general, but like when all I taste is chocolate, I'm like I could have just gotten a chocolate bar and had the same experience at this point. I could have gone out buy bought Godiva and been fine. I mean. Like, sure, but also, where's the fun in that? This uh, cake made out of cheese. Where's the fun in that? $12 cheaper is the fun in that. I don't treat, know. You gotta treat yourself. <laughs> I'm treating myself to Godiva. That's already 12 bucks. Like, I'm saving half the price by just getting Godiva and not getting Godiva cheesecake. Look, man, we're gonna have to just agree that you're wrong in this case. If that's <laughs> what you want. Um... 
All right. So before we get into actual stuff, yeah, there, there's there's something to uh, to decide on. It um, could have done this before the show, but decided to do it during. Um, so did you guys see the new stuff that uh, was announced in regards to um, the writer and actor strike? No, uh, I did not. So they have released some guidelines for like content, like podcasts. And what they are kind of like asking people to do and like what's kind of required if you are either a member of SAG or hope to one day be a member of SAG, Mm -hmm. Um, which that part of it does not impact us. Um, I don't think any of us actually, Rich, you know what? You might be. You never know. You never know. Um, But so they're basically um, for SAG members or or people that that want to be members, um, they can't do content around content that is struck being, at the moment. Right. Um, which is basically everything, because even old content is probably on one of the streaming platforms that is being struck against right now. Mm-hmm, true. Um, so, um, for us, it's less of a, oh, this could cause some sort of career kerfluffle later on, and more of a, it might just be the right thing to do to avoid talking about, like, Shows on streaming platforms. It's 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 right in solidarity at the moment. Exactly. Right, ever anything else. Um, what this means is it's going to throw a wrench in book club. <laughs> which Drew, I'm sorry, I know how much you love movies. Oh, I know. I know it's, the it's only so heartbreaking to not have to watch a movie. I know that I know you've said numerous times you would like to like us to do two or three movies a week rather than just the one I, every two weeks. You know? <laughs> that that would that might be it. <laughs> um also, Rich, as, as you said before, we actually started recording, like, you had watched the, the rest of Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I'm of the mind that, like, maybe maybe we try to avoid any, like, TV movie stuff for the time being. Just, like, fuck these streaming platforms that are literally trying to just rape people for, like, a day's work. No, I get it. Um, so, in place of that, uh, I had pitched Drew on an idea for, like, at least a book club topic um that was not tv or, mo- or movie really um so rich i'm gonna pitch huh. you on it now and we're gonna see what you think um i feel like this one might be hard for you the way the movie ones are hard for drew if i'm being honest um yeah so the one what i pitched to drew was a music related one where when it's like each person's turn we pick a um like a an all-time favorite record and then like something newer that we like and we'll all listen to it and like discuss them like we do for movies. I mean, if I, that's the thing. And, and yeah, you're right. It's going to be harder for me. I don't listen to music that way. I like, I listen to music. I very much enjoy music. I cannot hyperanalyze and overanalyze music. I cannot sit there and I don't pay attention to what it's about and everything else. Like we, we, we were talking on Brose about like, uh, like favorite love songs or potential love songs or whatever. And like, I had mentioned fucking, uh, co- uh I don't even remember the title of the song because it doesn't matter. I had mentioned a Coheed and Cambria song, which all of them are about fucking breaking up. So, yeah. like, obviously they're not love songs. Like, I don't pay attention to that shit. I, we could try that. But, I mean, and I brought this up in the past. What about a book for book club? I mean, like, I can do a book, but I know both of you guys don't read much or I mean, read quickly. I mean, we, it, we can just... doesn't have to be a set amount of time. It just... Here's a over the course of a month, read the book and we talk about it each week. Like you know, I, I am willing to try a book. Um, I will say I think 
because Drew has legitimately been a good sport for the last two years watching movies that he fucking hates, even when he doesn't say anything about them or doesn't come on to the episode to say anything about them, like, he has still watched a whole bunch of garbage. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So, like, just to throw him, like, a fucking, like, hey, thank you, um, I think, like, the music one might just be a cool one to do, and it might give you, Rich, an opportunity to, like... Find some new music because Drew and I do listen to a lot more music than like a lot more newer music than you do. I I will not turn it down. I will not say no. I'm not like I I will listen. It's just and I mean I haven't done it late as of late with book club. I usually try to dedicate time to sit there and watch the show or whatever and like not do anything else. That's something I have a hard time doing when it comes to music, but I can try to do that or I mostly be listening to it while I'm walking chase at best. But yeah, like I, I'm the same way. Like I tend to be doing something while listening to music, but it's one of those. If you're doing um, more mindless tasks, like if you're working, it's different. Like working, music becomes background noise. Um, but like walking the dog, doing the dishes, like a lot of times that's it's like your body just kind of like moves on autopilot, so it's a little bit easier to like focus on the music. And like to be fair, you don't have to come in here and be like, oh, like these lyrics meant x y and z to me you can just be like i thought this song had a really good beat or fuck this band the singer sounds like an idiot oh you mean blink 182 (laughs) listen listen i don't say i'm wrong i like tom's voice i think tom's voice is fun (laughs) you're very distinct so my pick is going to be the 10 hour version of i miss you but just Tom's verse. You know what? Fine, fine. <laughs> I'll listen to that. You got to listen to the twenty-four hour version of "I'm Happy." Have you ever? Ha- have either of you ever heard that version of "I Miss You"? No. So somebody cut. Um, it starts out like the beginning of the song runs normal, and it it's not ten hours. But at a once Tom's verse cl- kicks in, um, it just keeps repeating over and over again <laughs> for a few minutes. So it like it never gets past like the like the the bit about the spiders. Mm-hmm. I think at one point it just keeps repeating spiders over and over again. It's very good. It's stupid, but good. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I know Rich, you at least, you have a lot of like, not older bands, but like bands from like high school that you tend to still listen to predominantly. I don't know that you listen to a lot of like newer, ba- oh. newer music or even newer music from just, those bands. I already know what the first band is going to be that I'm going to suggest that we listen to. I no, already Ricard? know. Cause no, no. I, I mean, I could, I, I'll throw down a suggestion right now. I love this band. I, I can't stop listening to them right now. Um, it's called Good Kid. I have to double check and make sure that's their name. Oh, I love this uh, band, but I don't know their name. Uh, I th- I'm pretty sure I know one song from them, Nomu. Nomu is one of them. The other it's one is... a fucking banger. The other one, y- y- if you like that, you'll like Mimi's Delivery Service. Yes, Cobb, Nomu and Mimi, instead of Kiki's Delivery Service. Are th- Do they just do, like, anime-themed songs? At one of their concerts, they have a short of this on YouTube, but one of their concerts, they took out a Beyblade set and did Beyblade. <laughs> That's fun. I that love these fun. guys. I love these guys. I absolutely love them. Yeah, it is good, kid. Um, I absolutely love these guys. I listen to Mimi's Delivery Service all the time. And I, I just, I will say, I am also open to doing a book for Book Club, but the thing with doing a book is money. Libraries are free. It's fair. True. Um, um unless you unless you uh unless you're you're late at returning it. 
or so, rechecking um, it out. But I don't really I, know how libraries work anymore. So yeah, that, fucking, I don't even know where the closest library is. Right is now. Ha- is is there, there's one in still there? So there's one in Belmar. Um, there is a, a Belmar yeah. library. Yeah, there is um, on Kings. You or, just and not it, Kings on Black Horse Pike and Brownie. You go online and you sign up for a Camden County library card, and it's good for you set I like a home library. County. Oh, are you technically in Gloucester County? Yep. Oh wow, I did not realize that's where the the line was. I thought it was a little further down. No, like Westville is the line. Well, motherfucker, you could probably sign up for two. I, you could I, probably use like your dad's address or something in Oakland. I'm yeah. also sure there's a Gloucester County library system. Oh, there there absolutely is. But I I have a Camden County. I actually I have three. I have a, a New York, a Philadelphia, and a uh, Camden County. Um, gay work. Um, <laughs> but uh. They'll do, so, I mean, physical books, obviously, they're a fucking library. You go in there, you find the book, the librarian will do stuff for you, and you take it home. Um, they also, um, there's an app that they'll do ebooks and and actually audiobooks, too. Um, and if you do, like, if you do ebooks, it will sync to your Kindle, to, like, a Kindle account. So you don't have to read it, like, in any special app. You can just read it on, like, the Amazon website or through, like, the Kindle app on a phone or a tablet. Okay. Um. Sure. I, that's that's what I do a lot um, because I read so much. It's cheaper to even if it, even if I can't get it right away, I can look see if it's available and um, and put like a hold on it. And then when it becomes available, most so Camden County is weird. Camden County only gives two weeks on a checkout, um, and as long as nobody else puts a hold on it, uh, you can just renew it once there's like three days left in it. Uh, most of the other ones seem to do at least twenty one days, so three weeks. And the same deal, like as long as nobody else has a hold on it, you can just renew it. Or if there is a hold, you can um, just like renew your um, your hold on it. So it'll automatically re-hold it for you after yours expires. And you'll just go to the back of the line and get it again once it's available again. So it's like even the ebooks, they only let like one person read it at a time. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So, so um, depending weird. on the... That's so cool. Interesting. The, yeah. Depending on the book... Um, some libraries for audio and ebooks they'll have multiple copies just like they could have multiple copies for physical um and they essentially have like a license for however many copies of it they have so occasionally um those licenses will like expire and the library has to renew them and there is a cost to that renewal just like just like them buying like the physical books like it is much cheaper than like buying a book buying a book but like they do have to buy them still um and when you do it through the library, even the ebooks, um, whether a portion of that goes to the author or not, it is still at least calculated for them as like some sort of metric, um, mm-hmm. which is also good for the author compared to like just illegally downloading like a PDF of it or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm totally down to read a book. Um, and a lot of times, like Kindle stuff goes on sale so so much, like you can normally get them for under five dollars depending on the book. Or libraries are free. Yeah. I mean, so. we can we can discuss a future um, uh, book for book club. But if you right now want to, somebody wants to pick a band or album or whatever to listen to for next week to talk about on book club, we can. I can. I. I mean, I can listen to a fucking band in a week. It's fine. I yeah. can figure that so, out. So, Drew, since, uh-huh. since this was kind of like my thought to to like as a thank you to you for dealing with movies, do you have like like an all time favorite and like a newer album that? You'd want to pick, or do you want to think on it while we we go through the show, and we'll we'll uh, mention it later. I mean, all time favorite is an easy pick. Let me think on the other one, though. Okay, that works. There are a bunch of newer bands that I could 
easily pick from. Uh, I mean, yeah. I guess if y'all want to, like, if either of you have a suggestion on, like, genre loosely, I could narrow things down. No, I, I'm I'm pretty open, and I mean, for the you and I have very similar tastes in music for the most part. Like, mm-hmm. other than a handful of bands that like I think I like and you don't, and vice versa. Like, there's plenty of overlap, but I'm also sure there are plenty of albums or bands or songs that you could name that maybe I've not listened to anything of or not listened to enough of. And who the fuck knows about Richie? Yeah, Richie will be interesting. You're definitely going to at one point probably listen to Olivia Rodrigo. I don't know who that is. Depending on how long this goes. I mean, I, I, I'll just tell you the all-time favorite right now. It's going to be Trainwreck. Okay. No, that that's that's a good album. Um, uh, and it, Go ahead. Finish. Sorry, I was going to say, and it's a concept album. So yeah. not only is it musically a very good album, but it tells a story. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, um, so Rich, just, just for, for like your mind, it's not the way like Coheed albums tell a story where like it's easy to not catch the story. Mm-hmm. This one is very fucking very. obvious and in your face. Yeah. Okay. Like it literally, the first track is not so much a song as it is a like, it's an supposed to be an audio tape of a doctor like reading his notes to into a recorder that is set over music that very clearly lays out the story of what's happening in the album. Mm-hmm. It uh, it just occurred to me as to why now. Conan O'Brien has had two musicians back to back on his podcast past two years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he obviously a lot of stuff is pre-recorded, but last He's week probably holding the, uh, some stuff off, just regardless well, of if it was pre-recorded. Well, yeah. I mean, well, Tuesday last uh, Tuesday last week, uh, he released Billy Corgan, which was Smashing Pumpkins, which was right before the strike, and then this week was David Byrne, Talking Heads. But I think even before the strike, a lot of celebrities, unless they, um, or actors, I should say, unless they had to do it contractually, um, they were not doing a lot of publicity either in solidarity with the writer's strike. I, I, yeah, I mean, it, it, he had Patton Oswalt on, but he was doing it for his book. I think he recently released a book, and that was on the 17th of last week. Yeah, I, I saw Brian Altano from IGN got to interview Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. And, like, they just kind of had to shoot the shit for an hour or however long it was because they couldn't talk about any, like, film or TV stuff. Oh, wow. He's had... You know what? Let's... Looking looking at Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, June 19th, Eric Andre, Kelly Clarkson, Paul McCartney, Harrison Ford, Jake Tapper, who's um CNN and a writer, Patton Oswalt, Billy Corgan, David Byrne. He's done more musicians than actors, at least since June. Uh, Patton Oswalt has a comic. That's what. Out. Yeah, it was. I knew it was something. It was something he wrote because he was also that. on last podcast on the left two weeks ago mm-hmm. or last week. No, two weeks. Ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, part of the the things that were um the the SAG guidelines for like stuff were for like actors. They can still go do con like like podcasts and interviews and stuff like that. They just can't talk about current projects. or previous right. projects that they've been involved in um unless they are not related to struck material yeah so like if they wrote a book or whatever like fair game but they can't even talk about like a movie from 20 years ago technically because odds are it's on fucking netflix or something mm-hmm. um but i guess like rolling out of that rich do you want to do the agenda real quick yeah so the agenda for this week is uh, a very barren san diego comic-con um 
fucking you played Final Fantasy Nine? Yeah. Aren't didn't you just start sixteen? <laughs> um Kyle played Final Fantasy Nine, uh which I guess is a big deal. Um I played this game on Steam, it's free to play, it's called We Were Here. And Cobb, you went and saw a live podcast show thing. That's exactly yes. what you have written down. You could have just said what it was. I forgot the name of the podcast while I was doing this. Wow. It's not, it, it, it's not, it was not like a me show. Okay. But I had a good time. Spoilers. Nice. Um, yeah, so kind of like tied to the thing we were talking about before, um, because of the strike, um, the like news that came out of San Diego Comic-Con was startlingly bare. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like normally when that stuff happens, there's, you know, like the big Marvel panels, there's a bunch of TV and movie panels where you get like the Marvel timeline for the next 12 years and all that shit. And they had none of that. Um, yeah. scrolling through like the everything announced article that IGN did. Um, it's a handful of game stuff. Um, like two comic book things. FL, it, FLCL season four. Yeah. I was going to say, and, and a couple of, um, of like anime related things. Yeah. I think I think the biggest um TV movie thing that they they showed was um Invincible. They released and I don't know if if this was announced there or if it was just in conjunction with, but they released um like a special mini episode that was the um like the origin of the one character Adam Eve. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of that um and at Comic-Con they announced the the premiere for season 2 was going to be in October or November. Okay. But, like, otherwise, yeah, like, it was like, hey, there's going to be a spinoff of this. Or, like, hey, like, that that Walking Dead spinoff with Rick and Michonne is still happening. Uh, um, didn't didn't they announce a Daryl Dixon show now, too? That was like, announced before the, the original ended. Okay. I, I just saw, like, a trailer or something before. I'm just... So, I, there, there's three spinoffs of the original now. Because I think Fear the Walking Dead ended. Mm-hmm. Or it's ending this year or something like that. But you've got... so. There, there's a Maggie Negan one that that is already airing. Yeah. Um. There, there. It was supposed to be a Daryl and Carol one, but um, the actress that played Carol um decided not to do it. So now it's just Daryl. I think that if that one didn't air yet, it's probably airing soon. And then there's a Rick and Michonne one that's apparently happening eventually. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, does anyone still watch this shit? Because other than things like this, where like it's a convention for them to talk about it, you don't hear anyone mention Walking Dead anymore. And, um, you went to New York Con- It was last year that you went to New York Comic Con, right? Yeah. Do you remember what your badge was by chance? Um, I thought I had it nearby. They were, they were anime based, I think. Both yeah. Of them. So for the last decade, New York Comic Con badges have been Walking Dead based. Okay. I want to say either last year or the year before was the first time it was, um, not in a very long time, which just goes to show the just absolute plummet in their, in that franchise's popularity. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. Like, this isn't anything major. I just thought it was wild that, like, San Diego Comic-Con basically had no news come out of it. At least no, like, big news the way it normally does. Yeah. I, it's, well, like, that's the thing. It's, it's kind of hard to have news when nothing's getting done right now. And that, it would have been hard to have news if it were just the writer's strike. Because no, all the Marvel stuff has been pushed back indefinitely at the moment. Because exactly. there's, there's no writer. There, like, the only writing thing, the only Marvel thing we can look forward to at the moment is the Marvels now, since Secret Invasion is over. Um, and I think, like, yeah, because there's nothing else done. There's nothing else completed, as far as I remember. I don't think there's any other shows. I don't believe so either. 
And the same with, like, any other Disney Plus stuff. Like, there's nothing coming from Disney Plus. I'm sure there's nothing coming. I'm sure Netflix has a ton of shit coming. Uh, they're probably, honestly, they're probably set for a long time. Because you know, so I don't know how much Netflix actually has done of, like, the shows that actually draw in subscribers. Like, Stranger Things was just starting to get written. True. Um, Cobra Kai was still in the writer's room. True. Um, there's that show Outer Banks that is fairly popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that one was in production for another season yet. Which the Witcher fun. just released its its last season. It yeah. doesn't count anything after that. Fun fun little uh, fact. I believe Outer Banks' uh, chief of photography is Sam Regal's uh, wife, Q Yen. Um, I can't remember her last name. Oh, that's cool. I think, I believe, like, I remember her posting a lot about it on Instagram that she was doing stuff with that. That's cool, though. Like, it's, it, it is about as CW of a show. No, no, I'm sorry. It's about as WB as a show can get without Mm -hmm. being on the WB network. Yeah. But, like, it's like junk food TV. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm just so used to when there is a San Diego Comic Con, like, there's something cool that gets announced. And, like, Everything was either something that we already knew was happening. Like, I think they've shown, like, 40 minutes of fucking the Ninja Turtles movie at this point. Mm-hmm. Because they just can't do anything else. We've seen um, most of it at... at yeah. Yeah. That, all Tons of Marvel Spider-Man 2 stuff. Because, again, it's coming out soon and they, they've got nothing else. And the only real comic book thing that I... That at least was on this article, like, big comic thing, is Marvel teasing something for next year. That was X-Men related. Yeah. And that's it. Like, it was just a, like a teaser image that says, who are the new X-Men? 2024. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, at, at least at least try a little bit. But it did seem like um, some of the pictures I've seen from Comic-Con, though, it looks like it was not all that crowded compared to previous years either. Now, that could have just been, like, the way the pictures were taken. But I'm wondering if, um, if New York is going to be anything like that. Like, if there's just not... If there's not all the celebrities and panels and stuff like that, like, is it going to be the absolute shit show it always is? Mm-hmm. Because you're not going again, aren't you, Rich? Uh, I did not get tickets for it because I didn't realize they were up, and I don't really have the money to get tickets right now. I was looking at Saturday tickets. If I'm going to go, it's going to be on a Saturday, honestly. Um, and, like, re-per- rebuying tickets, like, even being on a wait list through Comic-Con to potentially get, like, tickets that are... um forfeit or whatever it's like 150 bucks for saturday yeah. and i'm like that's not that's not worth it i it's so uh the only way i go is if my buddy who's going decides last minute he can't go because work has to send him somewhere or whatever again oh so that, i mean that would work out for you then yeah so it's it's not very likely um oh right because you didn't buy a ticket last year either right like it got no. like gifted to you essentially yeah yeah the entire weekend was gifted to me for my birthday because he he had he had planned to go, and then his work needed him to go. I think he went to was it Florida or was it Switzerland? That might have been Florida. Those that are might two have drastically different places. But he <laughs> went really to are. he went to both though within like a month a month and a half of each other for work. So that's why I can't quite remember which one he went to okay, at the time. That's, yeah, that's yeah. Fair. It's like within. I'm just w- like those are two very different places. I'm not sure what what got you confused about them no no it's it's not i'm not confused about like the i know he went to florida and i know he went to switzerland i just don't know when he went to where and so i couldn't remember which one he went to then okay that that makes a little bit more sense Mm. um 
I was going to say something. Oh, uh, that might be why you didn't get notified about tickets, though. Um, New York Comic Con is super weird. So they do like staged rollouts of ticket purchasing. Um, if you purchase tickets the year before um, and you have that fan verified account thing, you get like a pre-sale every year. Um, and then it's a month later or something like that where on sale goes. But if you haven't fan registered and done all that shit ahead of time, you can't actually buy tickets. It's it's a it's a very shitty system considering like they already oversell those tickets anyway. Yeah. I mean, you saw last year, like with the panels and stuff like that. Like that place is way yeah. over. I mean, I was I was not too thrilled with with the entire convention as a whole. It's, it's way too crowded, especially on Saturday, because I was I only went Saturday and Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so I went up with you on Saturday, and um, Sunday you forgot your badge and had to go home after you got on two ninety five. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was like Saturday was just way too crowded. There was nowhere to relax. It was kind of, I wasn't too hot out outside, but like, I, there, I, it's, it, like, obviously there's tons to do in New York, but to wait in those lines and get back in a convention center. And again, there's just, if you're not in the panel, if you're not in one of the big panels and you don't really know what the hell else is going on, which I didn't know what the hell else was going on, and I didn't really care about any of the other panels, there's just a whole lot of nothing to do. Yeah, last year was especially bad for panels worth seeing. Yeah. Which I think is part of the reason why the why the big ones based like were just impossible to get into because and Drew I don't know if you remember us bitching about this last year um, they did like a you had to go on and and basically they were free but you had to purchase a ticket to a panel for like all of the major panels mm-hmm. and they they put them up at like one o'clock on a Thursday yeah um, and the first time they put them up their whole system crashed and the second time they did it at the same time like a week later. And it's like, nobody is, like, people fucking work. Like, why are yeah. you doing this on a fucking Thursday afternoon? Yeah, and so I didn't I didn't get to go see Bleach 2000 Year Blood War Episode 1 at Comic-Con, which was upsetting. Yeah. Normally, like, the big panels are always a pain in the ass, because even when they don't do, like, that whole thing, the lines are just obnoxious for them. Mm-hmm. But usually there's, like, a good mixture of other panels worth going to see, like, screenings for, like, other, like, smaller things, or just, um... Like Q and A's with people, but I mean, probably not going to be any Q and A's this year. There's probably not going to be any Q Q and A's this year. And last year, there there wasn't really a lot of screenings either. Or at least the screenings yeah. were the big panel screenings. Yeah, like, and it was I, only like two or three of them. It was Chainsaw Man, Bleach. Uh, I feel like there was a My Hero something or other going on. I don't remember. Like, yeah, it was. It wasn't really, and uh, we couldn't get in. We couldn't get in them. Like. I, I, I kind of wasted my money going on Saturday. I, I had more fun on Sunday. Like, I, I did, I did more because I was able to at least go to a panel and I did some shopping and then I came home. Like, I, I spent less time there on Sunday, I believe, but I did more on Sunday than I did Saturday. Yeah, I mean, that's why Erica usually only goes on Sunday because it's a little less crowded and you can, you can generally have a better time because it's a little less crowded. Yeah. There's, there's usually less panels, but like we were just saying, like last year the panels were shit anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I did two on Saturday that were um, like book related, and then nothing on Sunday. And yeah. usually, usually there's at least three or four panels that like I will go sit in just like because it's a good way to get like a break. Like yeah, because like mm-hmm. you said, there's not really a place to sit down generally. 
So, like, you go to a panel, and, like, you just grab a seat, and, like, you listen to people talk about something that, like, interests you for an hour. Yeah. And then the, the especially when it comes to conventions, I'm, I've started loosening my need to wear a mask, at, like, now. Like, it's been, like, maybe a month where I've started to, like, wear a mask less when going in places. I'll still wear it when I go food shopping, um, and things like that, but, like, if it's a quick in and out, I probably won't put it on. Um, I, I'm still gonna be, I still, for me at least, I feel I have to wear a mask at a convention, because I have two other people who live in this house, who have, who have things they need to do, and if one of us gets COVID, we're kind of fucked for at least a month. Especially if somebody else gets COVID, and then somebody else gets COVID, and we now, can't really do, quarantine here, so. Do they think about that for you? No, but I think about <laughs> that for me, because if somebody in this house gets COVID, even it's after I get COVID, I still can't go out until everyone's done with COVID. You're not wrong. I agree. Um, yeah, like, I don't, I, I mean, honestly, like, I don't really wear masks all that often unless it's someplace where I'm like, yeah, you know, maybe. But, like, mm-hmm. even all these concerts, like, I, I'm not wearing masks to them because it's just, the, it, it's too hot to have a mask on and too hard to breathe when you're surrounded by people. The first time I didn't wear a mask was at a Coheed and Cambria concert. And then you got sick. And then I got COVID. Yeah. Um, but, like, New York Comic Con is one of those places where, like, I might, because... Nerds. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like, the fact like, that, like, I go to a concert in July, everyone is drenched in sweat, and it doesn't smell half as bad as, like, a convention... Yeah. ...on the first day, um, is a problem. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, what I would say, Rich, is you might have a better time at Anime NYC instead of New York Comic Con. I, I mean, probably would be, um... Because it's, it's smaller, isn't it? So, yes and no. It's actually to the point now where it does take up the same show floor size. So, mm-hmm. like, like the main expo floor is the same. Um, but, uh, they like, Artist Alley is not in a separate wing of the building. Um, it's just part of that main expo floor. But, like, you know, like, it also does panels, screenings, and stuff like that. But they do it fair. They literally have just a random lottery. Like, okay. you go onto, like, their website or the app, and you just enter for the thing and you can enter for like you and like one person if you want to like if you're there with other people and they just do a random drawing like the week before the convention and you just get an email of if you have a pass for the panel or not so like you know in plenty of time if, if you can go to the panel you have like a ticket for them to scan at like the door to it and it doesn't cost any money and it's fair mm-hmm. but like that convention in general like it's, it's not nearly as big like like people wise so, like, you can actually wander around. There's stuff to see. It's a lot of the same booths and stuff that you find at New York Comic Con because they're only, like, a month apart. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you you would actually probably have a better time at that one. And, like, tickets don't sell out in one day. Yeah. So. But, I'll have to look yeah. into it and check it out. Yeah, I want to say it's, like, the middle of November this year. Like, the mm-hmm. week, maybe the weekend before um, Thanksgiving. See? And then, again, that's also the whole convention so close that's that's so close to freaking pax um yeah and so close to thanksgiving i'm more more worried about pax and not wanting to be covid sick during pax and than fucking thanksgiving it's three weeks away like like you can you can go get covid at, at anime nyc and then go to pax and be healthy by then but again i could have people in my house who still have covid during pax kick them out good point good point <laughs> you make a good point sometimes i do um but yeah, anyway, so, uh, Eric, uh, was in San Diego during Comic Con. Did he try work. to go? He, he didn't have time. 
unfortunately. He actually, he, like, did get into it by accident. <laughs> like, he, he had, he had, like, a few hours to wander, uh, before, like, getting on the plane or something, and he ended up wander just walking in, trying to find a, a, a booth, and being like, is there any way I can get, like, any, I know, a, a ticket or anything, and they're like, no, we sell out months, and he's like, look, I understand there's nothing else. That's all. You don't need the rigmarole. You could have just said no. Because he's like, I don't know. He tried telling the story as if like he got in, but he. Ne- I don't think he ever actually finished it. But he did walk around a little bit of the area because he he only had a few hours outside of uh, work to be able to do stuff. Um, and so he, uh, yeah, he 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 found. He took a picture of there was somewhere because they have the new uh, Futurama series starting on Hulu. They had a giant inflatable uh, Planet Express uh, uh, building that you could actually walk through. Yeah, I'm pre- in- unless it's changed drastically since like COVID and all, um, Comic Con used to basically take up that whole yeah. area of San Diego. Yeah, he's, uh, he said he said it's still like that whole area, and you don't need a ticket to get into some stuff. And yeah, like if it's yeah. not in the convention center, it's just there. Like you can do what you want. Yeah, I've 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 known people who went to comic-con but didn't get tickets to comic-con yeah and they just hung out enough in that shit to do outside yeah. of it yeah yeah uh but anyway i i did start playing final fantasy 9 um i was just so disappointed with 16 that i'm like i'm gonna play a good game i i i both agree and disagree <laughs> on that statement like, no, I, i'm not actually disappointed in it it's just it's not the game i wanted to play right now like, I don't dislike it, I just, I was bored with it. Like, I was not having fun, even though that, like, no part of the game that's, was bad that no, I was playing. But that's the unfortunate thing, especially about that combat system in Final Fantasy fourteen because or sixteen because of how long it is, it takes a while to get to where it's a little bit more fun. Like, I've been posting shorts, like, every day of, like, different points of me playing 16, and I'm still in, like, the second or third session of me playing 16 out of, at this point, uh, 12 sessions, and, like, I still only have two icons open. And I'm like, man, some of these fights were really cool, but also, like, super fucking boring because all I could do is hit square. Yeah. And, and that and- sucks. And, like, it, the, that's the problem with 16. It's such a good combat system, but... Because there's no change in it with different weapons or different styles or things like that, it's all it's all the same button combinations. I have gotten to a point in 16 where I can deal 50,000 damage during a stagger, and that's all I fucking do now is deal 50,000 damage during a stagger, and maybe eight, I'd say yeah, seven out of ten times I kill the enemy in that 50,000 damage stagger. Which I mean, which is cool. I just I, I liked the combat. The combat was probably one of the, the things that I actually liked about the what I played of it so far. Mm-hmm. Um, the story, I didn't not, I don't like the story. Like, like where I'm at in it, it's, it was not good. Like, I was just bored with it. And part of it was just like, it's not what I was in the mood for when, like, I don't want Grimdark. And that's basically what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the characters aren't all that interesting yet. And the game is so linear. It's just... Walk down a hallway, enter a battle arena. Walk down a hallway, enter a battle arena. And sometimes those hallways just happen to be in forests. But they're still just hallways in a fucking forest. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I went back and I, I played a, I played a better game. Um, uh, so I had purchased nine 
whenever it came out on Switch a couple years ago, like two or three years ago, and I just had never started it. Yeah. Um, and nine is probably of that that PlayStation trio, the one I've played the least. Mm-hmm. Like I've played seven and eight countless times. I think I've only actually played nine, maybe like four times. Um, I've never even finished nine. Nine so, was the only one of those three that I've ever beaten. So I think I, of the four times I've played it, I think I only finished it twice. But like I played like decent chunks of it two other times. Um, I really like nine. Like it doesn't have as many like iconic, memorable things as seven and eight do, or ten mm-hmm. for that matter. But like it was a fun, it was a fun callback to like older fantasy style Final Fantasies after eight, seven, and eight. Um, it's just, I mean, like you can't really say much about the combat. Like it's turn based. That's all it is. Um, I do like the the ability system a little bit in that one. Yeah, um, it's not my favorite, but I I do like that you can you can kind of just swap equipment between characters as long as that character can use that equipment and potentially like have abilities kind of swap between them or not ability swap between them, but like different items will have multiple abilities potentially. Like yeah. I have, I had one thing. It had both thunder and cure. So like. Dagger wore it first and got Cure, and now I have it on Vivi, and he's getting Thunder. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing I very much enjoy about Nine, is it brought back the class system. Um, I mean, it was really only Seven and Eight that didn't really have a class system, and then Nine, like, each character had their own specific classes and, and whatnot, and I remember, like, watching Eric play it back in the day when it came out, like, his team was drastically different than my team. Obviously, we all had Zidane, but then, like, I think I used, um, Quina, was her name? The, the big, yeah. big, the big creature. Um, I probably, I think my only difference between mine and Eric's was I used Vivian Steiner and Quina, and he might have used, um, uh, uh, the, the, the actual girl, the main girl, Dag- or, or Dagger, Garnet. Garnet. Um, yeah, I think he's or I don't know. I can't remember. Well, she was because, a summoner and a healer, so she was a like a good one to have. Yeah, but like it just it it brought back the class system, and it brought back like not everyone can do everything, and so that's like the little bit of the strategy that you have to put into thinking about the the games of what abilities are you going to want and things like that. And it just I really enjoyed nine. It was my favorite Final Fantasy. Yeah, like nine is real. Like it has a very good story. It's slow. I feel like it's slower than seven and eight in a lot of ways, but you you get more time with the characters with the way that they um, introduce them and like force your party, especially early on. Um, yeah. And plus, plus it does that um that active time moment or whatever they call it in that one, where per- sporadically through the game you'll get like a little alert and you hit um you hit the select button or the minus button and it um it gives you an option of like a couple different scenes to see. And it's usually what characters are doing when they're not with you. Yeah. Which, like, I've always thought that was interesting. Um, I will say the Switch version, decent, decent, like, um, features in it, but boy, does it run like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the loading time for, like, entering a battle is staggering. Like, it's at least, like, 10 seconds. Um, and not every time. Oh. Like, it's almost like this game just doesn't know what to do. Um, because seven and eight did not play like that. Like everything was very like snappy on it. Um, but yeah, like like loading into certain screens is very very slow. Um, and even some of the dialogue, like they'll say something and then like I have to wait a beat before I can hit um, A or B to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just it's it's weirdly unoptimized. But it does also have some of like those like fun little like toggle things that you can do to like 
like some of them, some of them are for like assist, like to make the game easier, and some of them are just like I turn the I I can turn the speedway up and just zip across the map because why do I want to go at a slow speed speed? Mm-hmm. Um, so like a lot of times, especially when it's like an open area, I do like toggle on the um the high speed and the no um no random encounters if I'm just trying to like get to the next point. Um, and early on, I was toggling uh, one of the other things is um it's like battle assist or something like that i think it's called it um it gives you infinite health but you can still die so if you get hit for your total hp it goes to zero you you die um seven had a similar thing where like i i tested it with seven to see what would happen I, and i went and fought the midgar serpent early on like like the first time you get over there uh-huh. yeah um thinking like oh i like i can just turn this on and i i my health just doesn't drop uh, but nope, that thing hits you for like 8,000 damage and you have like 200 at that point, And it's just an instant fucking KO. Um, and that's what this one does too. But it, um, it gives you trance, like full trance every fight constantly. Um, and I could not remember what trance did. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to turn trance on and I'm going to mess around with this for a minute because I don't remember how it works or what it did. And I forgot trance, eh, kind of like mediocre for some of the characters. Like what's tra- is it th- that's their their like limit break type thing, right? Yeah, and at least early on, like VVs is cool because you get um double magic, so you can cast um magic twice. Mm-hmm. But like uh Zidane or Zidane, however you say his name, his um at least right now I have like one move. It does okay damage, but like it's nothing. It's nothing to write home about. Um, and frankly, like having I could not play that game with that like assist mode turned on all the time. Because the problem with trance is there's like a a, sh- a little um, animation the characters have to go through. It's not like limit breaks where like your limit break um, in seven just fills up and then you're just kind of like ready to use your limit. Um, they basically like power up like a fucking Dragon Ball Z fighter when right. they hit trance. So every fight you get into, the trance bar fills up because it empties out at the end of every battle whether you use it or not. It's it's like a it only builds up over the course of a fight, and then you have to start it over. Mm -hmm. So you have to wait for it to fill up, and then each character in turn will have their little, like, three-second, like, power-up moment before you can even start doing anything in the fight. And it's a little annoying. So, like, yeah. Can't can't say that's a feature that that I could ever fucking use, even if I just wanted to speed through the game. Because you're not really going to speed through the game. Unless you just turn off, like, random encounters as often as possible without being drastically underleveled. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, I'm still pretty early, though. I'm about two and a half hours or so. Um, and that's with, um, I spent a bunch of time, um, just running around, um, the first open area to get, um, Dagger's level up. Because you have that bit, uh, right after you get her, where she's captured by the plant monsters and doesn't get any levels. Meanwhile, Steiner, um, Vivi and Zidane all get like five or six levels yeah so i spent like time like running around to get her level closer to theirs um but i kind of forgot like, like the beginning of that game kind of fucking tragic like you crash your airship in the woods and then all of your friends die yeah or like they, seemingly die they all turn to stone yeah it's almost as sad as um as the twins in final fantasy 4 i i don't have uh, much if any memory of final fantasy 4 um, there, there's two, like, like, kid, they're, they're children. You have fucking child soldiers in that game. And, uh, they're, unless I'm misremembering, they're the black mage and the white mage, basically. Um, 
And at a certain point, like midway through the game, they sacrifice themselves um, and both turn themselves to stone to stop like the walls closing in on you or something like that. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I forget the exact framing for it, but it was one of those just like, oh man, that's that's a fucking bummer. Mm-hmm. And plus, like you lose your black mage and white mage. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that game's good. I like 4. Final Fantasy 4 is probably my favorite one. I, Everyone- I mean, like I said, 9 is my favorite out of the ones that I've, like, put enough time into play and, and remember, like, and beaten, basically, but there's, what was it, 3? I, I actually don't even think I ever beat 3. I don't like 3. I don't like 1 through, th- 1, 2, and 3 I do not care for. 2 is fucking trash. 1 and 3 are fine. Like, yeah, like, I don't dislike 1 and 3, but, like, they're two that, unless I had, like, uh, I'm gonna play all the Final Fantasies, they're not two that I'll go back to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, I'll play 4 through 13. Yeah, 4 through 13 are good. Like, take out 11 because you can't really play that one anymore. Okay. Or you shouldn't play that one anymore. I think it actually That's is fair. still live. <laughs> um, but, Rich, now now that your uh, your channel is RPGs <laughs> all the time, uh, why don't you just start, like, a go back to Final I... Fantasy 1 and just play through all, all of them? I need a break from fucking RPGs, man. Let me tell you, it's going to no, be... No, I, I, I saw your Twitter poll. Um, I'm going to create a bunch of fake accounts and make sure that it's all RPGs all the time. I mean, if I, that doesn't mean that's what I'm going to be playing. I just wanted to see what people wanted to see. It, it, it has no change into what I'm going to be playing or if I'm going to be playing more of them. But, like, I wanted to see what some of my potential followers were interested in seeing. So what I'm hearing is you don't care what your audience wants. No, I do care, but I need a break from RPGs. Like, it's not going to be all PG, all, all, all action. Right now, I believe what's winning is action slash open world games. It's not going to be all action open world games. It's just, but I just wanted to see, like, what do people want to see more of? It's all no, I, I get it. But I'm just saying, man, just play the first 13 Final Fantasy in a row. <laughs> I mean, I do want to play through all the Final Fantasies, but I just, I need, I've, it's been three RPGs in a row at this point. Yeah, right? that, that, yeah. that is true. I, I need, I, like this, and Final Fantasy 16 somehow is the longest one, but I just haven't had as many longer play sessions of 16. I was going to say, I don't think that it's you have the more hours into it. I think you just haven't been playing it as many hours as you did the other ones. Yeah, like the other ones I was able to stick a couple of long stream sessions into, but this one, I just, I haven't been able, I've only been able to have one long stream session since the game came out. Yeah, honestly, if, if you started playing, like, the old Final Fantasies, I'd probably watch. Yeah, thanks. Well, I'd probably watch the VOD, because you play too late at night and I'm ready for bed. I mean, just... But, like, I, I, just, I'd give you those VOD views. Just put me on while you're going to sleep. That sounds like a terrible way to go to sleep. Why? I don't, I'm not like you. I can't go to sleep with, um, with stuff. You need noise to comfortably go to sleep, man. I wear earplugs. <sighs> you're so weird. And plus, we have the air conditioner on, so, like, that makes, like, the white noise, and, like... The earplugs drowned out just enough that it's still like a humming in the background. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I can't sleep with like TV and stuff like that on. I can't sleep without it, or just I tend, noise in I tend to pay attention it's, to it. It's not, it's not like t- like I just need like I, it used to be music. Um, I would just put music on, and it was always like more orchestral, like video game type music stuff that doesn't have words to it that I'm not actually listening to, but just having on in the background. Um, there was actually a pod. There was a Maybe podcast. just become okay with your own thoughts. No, that's never going to happen. <laughs> Drew, tell him that's never going to happen. I mean, for you, yeah, no, it's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, that, yeah, 
I get that. Um, but yeah, Final Fantasy IX, it's good. I'm going to keep playing it. Um, probably not going to gonna play it quickly, but I do kind of want to finish it just because it's been a... I think the last time I played it all, all the way through, I worked at GameStop. Uh-huh. So, you know, very long time. Yeah. And I, I really... I remember the very beginning of the game and, like, bits in the middle when I'm thinking about it. I do not remember much of it, though, the way, like... I mostly remember everything in, like, 7 and 8, like... At least, like, like the big tentpole moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much in 9. So, I'm looking forward to, like, seeing all that stuff again. Yeah. Like, for a 23, 24-year-old game, because I forget if that was a 99 or a 2000, um, like, those cutscenes actually still look pretty good. Like, they, they look like, like, semi-recent anime. Yeah. Um, versus 24-year-old CG cutscene from a fucking video game. And it is insane, the step-up in quality of those fucking cutscenes from 7 to 9. Like, holy shit. They look like people in 9. They look like fucking pyramids in 7. Well, yeah, I mean, even 8 had fantastic cutscenes. That is true. Like, 8s were also good, too. Um, 7 and 8 had fewer, though. Like, I'm, like I said, I'm only, like, 3 hours into 9. There's been, like, 12 already. It's like, Mm -hmm. every time something happens, it's, like, CG cutscene. Yeah. Um, but Rich, what the fuck is We Were Here? So, We Were Here, uh, is, it's a free-to-play game, it's on Steam, it is a co-op puzzle game. Um, you, it's two That's players. Weird. It, hold on, it's, it gets better. Uh, it's two players only. Um, one person takes the role of a librarian, the other person takes the role of the explorer. And you get separated in a, in a, a, a castle, basically. Um... And the person who's a librarian is generally just in one room, or a couple of small rooms, like, uh, in the same area, with basically the answers to the puzzles. While the person who is the explorer is encountering these puzzles and trying to figure out how to get out by conversating with the librarian. And so, like, the first puzzle is very easy. You each... Uh, once you, you have to pick up a walkie-talkie in the game, and once you pick up the walkie-talkie, you look on a wall, on a side of the wall, and one of your, like, the explorer says, um, between the eyes, on, written on the wall, written in blood, or written in red ink, says between the eyes, and the librarian has a book that's opened up, and it says, the answer lies, and so the answer lies between the eyes, on a different wall you go, there's two different colored eyes, and then there's a bunch of weird symbols. The librarian has a, um, like, basically a piece of paper with all the eye combinations and what symbols to press for each of the combinations and in what order. And so you then have to, like, talk about what the eye colors are, which one's left, which one's right, and then try to figure out a way how to discuss what the, um, uh, what the, uh, uh, uh symbols look like. A lot of them look like penises. Uh, at least three symbols. Three or four symbols. One of them is just a penis. Um, but like at like least three. Really? S- I mean, it, it looks exactly like what, like a drawn penis would look like. Okay. Uh, it's fun. It's, look, it's funny. There's, there's an achievement in it called confetti where at one point you're in a room and there's a bunch of switches and one of them is pink slash red. And if you flip the pink slash red switch, a lot of times it shoots out confetti, like a red rocket. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's just this very interesting game where it's like one person seeing one thing, another person seeing the other, and you're trying to figure it out. It's like, Drew, we played those games uh, that were uh, PS Plus a while back. 
uh, where it was uh-huh. like it was the spy and the hacker. Yeah. Um, it's it's like with those type of games. And, um, th- uh, but uh, we were here is free. Um, it's always free on Steam, and then there's like three more parts of it. We beat We Were Here and got the all the trophies or the achievements in less than an hour and a half to two hours. I think we beat We Were Here in an hour, not even our first run. Um, uh, and then and then did all the trophies, st- everything we needed to do for the trophies, which the trophies were just play as the librarian, play as the explorer, um, uh, complete all the quests without dying. It's like. Complete each of the puzzles without losing, and then beat the game without losing. So if you can beat the game without losing or dying, then you can complete all the quests without dying. So it's you can get a lot of the trophies just in one run if you're really good. And then oh, that's uh, cool. there's like two hidden trophies. Um, I can't remember what the first one was, but the second one was the Red Rocket. Um, and yeah, it's just it's a very neat, very cool like puzzle communication co-op game. Uh, we're going to get the rest of them and make our way through them on stream over the course of the next couple of weeks. The first one is the shortest at like about an hour and a half. And it really doesn't have a lot of replayability. Um, we were a, there are a few puzzles that are always the same answer. So like the eye puzzle is going to be different or potentially be different based on X amount of combinations, like one in 20 times or one in 10, 15 times, it'll be the same answers. Um, unless like the, the symbols in between the eyes change, but I don't think they do. Um, then the second room puzzle, there's like 12 different images that you can see. And so that's 12 different scenarios in there. The third puzzle is a few scenarios, but then like, then from that point on after the third puzzle, which is the, 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 uh, what's it called? The, um, uh, the flooded room puzzle after that, they're all the next three. Or the next two are exactly the same solves. So if you can memorize the route to go, you can get them without using any communication. Um, and then if you can memorize, one of them is like a chessboard and you have to know the chess moves that they're trying to do. And so the, the librarian is watching a, a, a film reel check and, and tracking the chess moves while the, uh, the explorer is moving the chess pieces on a large chessboard. Uh, the, that chess move is always the same. So each time we ran, or the first time we ran that, it took us a few tries, but the second time I watched the thing and I was like, yeah, it's exactly the same. Do you remember how it goes? He's like, yeah, I do. And he just does it without even me needing him. And then the last puzzle is also always the same. So if you just remember the combination. Oh, that's kind of a bummer. It is, but it's a free game. So it's not really like, you can't really complain too, too much. I guess more, like, you can, honestly, you can consider this like a tech demo for future games. And, like, the games themselves aren't that expensive. Um, Are they just, like, a few dollars a piece? Uh, let's see. We Were Here 2 is nine ninety nine, which is the second one. Um, the third one, which is We Were Here Together, is twelve ninety nine, And then the last one, We Were Here Forever, is seventeen ninety nine. So, like, it does, they do get progressively more expensive, but, like, maybe they become more replayable in the later ones. I'm not, I, I'm not 100% sure. I got We Were Here Together on a Humble Bundle. So, like, I probably, it basically paid nothing for it. Um, so I just, I need to get We Were Here Forever and We Were Here Too. Which, if you get them on their current, they're not on, are they on sale currently? No, they're not on sale on Steam. But if you get them in a bundle, I'm already saving 
seven bucks by getting them as the bundle together. It's twenty dollars as opposed to twenty seven dollars. Yeah, which I mean, like that's reasonable. Like mm-hmm. for you're going to get at least a handful of hours total out of that. Yeah, and I looked up the uh, how long to beat um, for these games, and the first one for we were here shows two hours in total, which is way less. Than, well, probably about what we took for us. Uh, we were here too. Is three hours together is six and a half, and then forever is eleven hours. So like they do oh, get wow. pro- they do get progressively longer. So yeah, you you will definitely get your money's worth then. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But they're just they're really fun games, and I like, I think anybody who has a PC can probably play them. It doesn't seem like they're very resource heavy. Um, and for some I, reason I, just, I didn't think you liked puzzle games. I do like puzzle games. I just I don't encounter a lot of puzzle games. Puzzle games don't really. I I haven't played a lot of them, and like. So I, I don't really talk about them or seek them either that often. But, like, I like the idea of, like, the co-op puzzle where it's one person sees one thing and another person sees another and you have to work together for that. When it comes to, like, a solo puzzle, I, I don't really know. Like, may, maybe, maybe, like, uh, there's, um, what is that game? It's available on, I think it was a free game for PS Plus a while back. It's now on Game Pass. Uh, Maquette. M A Q U E T T E Marquette, oh, yeah, yeah, Marquette. Yeah. like it's an Anna, it's Annapurna, and that's like a puzzle game. And I'm like, I've always been interested to play that. Oh, I didn't realize that was a puzzle game. I th- I think it's a puzzle. I think they they label it as a puzzle game. First person recursive puzzle game yeah. that takes yeah. you into the world where every building, plant, and object are simultaneously tiny and staggeringly huge. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, like I've always been interested to play that and check that out, as well as a couple of other like puzzle type games. Where it's like, there, there's one game that's like all about perspective and moving like images and things around to change your perspective. Can't remember the name of that. The Witness? Um, I, well, no, not The Witness, but The Witness is also one that I've never played that I, I know a lot of people talk about. Um, it does. I just, I, all I know is a lot of the puzzles have to do with perspective. Uh, let's see. Oh, wait. Uh, w- or, well, I was going to say Fez, but it's probably not Fez. No, it's not Fez. But uh, Fez. Super, super liminal. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Yeah. I know that game. Yeah, super liminal. Um, but yeah, it, it, we were here. The whole series... Oh, I just hit the mic. The whole series seems really good. It's relatively cheap. If you have a co-op partner to play it with, or can find a co-op partner to play it with, you can also play with randos. It's totally up to you. Um, you should definitely check it out. Um, I, I thought it was super fun. Like I said, the first one is free. You guys can easily play that and get that done in two hours. Um, you guys are smart. You might be able to get it done faster. The hardest, the, the, the hardest puzzles were the last two, really. Well, the, the, um, let's see, what was it? The chessboard puzzle was a pain just trying to communicate the chess pieces because, like, as you're do, moving the chessboard, you're actually also starting to freeze. And so your screen gets smaller and smaller in, in your view because there's ice cover, covering your eyes and your goggles. So, like, it gets harder to see what you're moving or see what you need to move. Plus, if you don't really recognize what the chess pieces are supposed to look like, it, it kind of confuses you a bit. Um, so, like, for instance, he told me that I had to move uh, King's Pawn, and I'm like, uh, like, White King's Pawn first, and I'm like, uh, White King is on the black space, right? And they're like, yeah, because, like, I, at that point, I was getting King and Queen confused. So I had to make sure it was the right, because the, like, they looked kind of similar to me. Or at least they just didn't look different enough. Which I, I feel like that sort of thing can definitely be 
challenging because like yeah. you said if if you're going off of what somebody else is describing like maybe what you think something looks like versus what they think something look like could just be drastically different yeah so you like have to get clouds <laughs> yeah like you have to get very particular when it comes to uh like different different images like one of the images looks like it was like uh three it was like it was kind of like a rectangle but it was missing the bottom level of the rectangle and then coming out of the top corners had three lines each, like small lines. And then in the middle had three squares. And I looked at that and I'm like, oh, that looks like a house. He looked at it and he's like, it's a square face. And so we had to like, oh, this, and we had to talk about it and figure out which it was. There was another one that's like, it looks like a stick. It's like, it was a stick figure. It was like a line straight up with two lines pointing upwards coming out, like the hands up. And then on top was a, a diamond, it was a square, but it was on the angle instead of on flat, with two triangles coming off the top, pointing with with points sticking up. And he was like, "So it's a stick figure cat, like a stick figure cat." And I'm like, "Oh!" And I explain it. And I'm like, "I would have called that a flower." It's like, "Oh, I can see how you see that's a flower." Yeah, that I feel like I would just get frustrated with a game like that. I, you never know. You get, you should try it. You should try it. You guys should play it. I probably won't, but I'm glad you're having fun with. It. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we, we completely cleared all of the achievements and everything in, uh, like, in, in, like, three hours. Or, like, in, like, two, two hours. Like, we got done fast enough that, like, he was like, alright, I'm done for the night, because this is on stream. And I'm like, hmm, okay. I don't, I, I don't know what to play now. And so I, like, I jumped on Sea of Thieves for a bit and just tried to do some season pass stuff, but then I was like, man, this game's not fun by myself. So I just stopped. I just ended stream at, like, ten. Instead of you like could have jumped 11. into some Final Fantasy. I thought about it, but I didn't want to jump into Final Fantasy midway through stream just to like because it where I'm also at a point where I stopped last in Final Fantasy. I'm going into a dungeon, so like I didn't uh, want to. Okay. I didn't want midstream to go into a dungeon as the first thing. Yeah, no, that's I I can understand that. Yeah, you you are forgiven for not just playing Final Fantasy. Trust me, I wanted to. I wanted to. I thought about it, but I was just like, I'm, I'm not at a point to just go. Like, I'm not at a point to switch halfway, cause then, like, I'll have to, I'll have to, like, mark it and change it up and then upload it differently and whatever, so that, like, it's in the, it's in the, it's in the, it's saved properly so that it's here with the, with everything else and so that I don't have to let people know, like, hey, just skip the first two hours, get to the Final Fantasy stuff. If you're listening, if you're watching this later, on VOD and whatnot, so it was just it was easier just to be like, all right, I'll play, I'll stick around and something else. Well, anything else you want to say about we were here? No, it's it's if you if you like puzzle games and if you like co op, you may like this game, or you may hate it. I don't think you have to play it. it for yourself to find out. I don't think you'll hate it. Like I don't know what the term of that kind of co op game is, but there's there are a lot of those. I I we I've uh, bought a good number of those because uh, the team that did what was. What was that, uh, what was that Spy Ganger? Do you remember? Oh, I do not know off the top of my head, but I'll see if I can find it real quick. Oh, that one that you guys were played, like, uh, a year ago or whatever, right? It's just like two yeah. years ago or something like that, yeah. Uh, uh, Operation Tango. Operation Tango. And I, I believe I bought it on Steam. Uh, yeah, there we go. So that team, the, the people who made Operation Tango, they do, which is clever plays, they do a bunch of games, like, um, if, if I remember correctly. Or at least Operation Tango was part of a bundle. Yeah, Operation Tango was part of a bundle. Oh, that's where I got We Were Here Together in. 
which also has TikTok, a tale for two, which is also one of those co-op puzzle games. Keep talking, nobody explodes. Uh, and we were here together. So like, there's, there's a bunch of games like that. I just don't really know what you would really, these, uh, I, they call it asymmetrical co-op bundle, which I guess makes sense. Then there's like, that does ta- sort of work. It takes two yeah. is asymmetric co-op. I don't you think you can get any more asymmetric co-op than keep talking and nobody explodes. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Fucking literally, some people aren't even actually playing a video game. Yeah. They're reading. Yeah. And it, it was, it got to a point with, um, with, we were here that, like, I had to run and grab my notebook. Because I had to, like, I for the last puzzle, you need to move things back and forth. And you get cranks, and they're not labeled. So I had to remember the label. So I had to actually go grab my notebook and write down which each of the cranks moved so that I could move them better without having to, like, second-guess myself. And then, because at one point I was, since we were streaming, I actually had Timmy stream his game over to me on Discord so that I could stream that window. So that if there was ever a time where I wasn't doing anything... Or I was just like standing there waiting for him to, to figure out what he was looking at. I could just switch the screens over. So like it always, my stream always had his screen on it. Uh, and it was smaller. Or I would flip it and my screen would be smaller and his screen would be bigger. So you always could see, so the viewer at least could always could see what both people were doing. Um, and I covered up his screen anytime. But like at one point when we were doing the last puzzle, all I'm doing is flipping switches. So it's, like, boring. So I flipped over to his, and I was, like, I was just kind of watching his stream to make sure I was hitting the right one. And if I wasn't, I'd have to change it and start moving the other ones. That's, yeah. I mean, that that seems like the best way to try and do that over a stream like that. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's a hard one, like, because you, you kind of want to be able to let the audience see, like, both sides of it. But you want to make sure that you're also not accidentally seeing anything. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I had to, I had my chat covering his window. Um, and... <laughs> And so this way, like, it, I could still see my screen and make sure I was showing anything on stream, but the window where he had, where I had his window, I, my chat was covering it up. So, like, I couldn't see it. But then, like, I, when I would switch to his screen, there's no way I was covering that up. Um, that, like, I didn't look at it that often the first playthrough, but every playthrough after that, since we already knew the answers and everything, I would look at it and watch and check it out from time to time. So, so you're screen watching in your puzzle game is what I'm hearing. We we already have the puzzles solved. Three of the I know, two. I'm, I'm I'm kidding. What was it? Two of the puzzles. Actually, we ended up. So in order to get the red rocket uh, achievement, we had to play through the game or play through the first couple of puzzles like two more times because we missed it the first two times we played the game. And these we had at least two of the puzzles, if not all three, were the same as the last time we played the game. So it was just like, oh, these are the same exact colors. Click, click, click. Oh, these are the, this is the same picture. Put these here. Oh, this is the same this. Hit these things. And it was like, this is weird, but okay, cool. Nice. Nice. I don't know. I got nothing else. The, yeah. Doesn't sound like a game f- game that like a lot of people have probably played though. So no, probably Ho- not. Hopefully I, the, hopefully the sequels that like, it sounds like you're going to play like short term, like are as good as the free to play one. Uh, yeah. I mean, we were here together. Uh, has very positive reviews uh, all time on Steam. Uh, about nine thousand reviews. So, yeah, we'll see. Nice. Um. Well, I guess move on then to the last thing that we have. Um. 
last night, uh, I went to, have you guys ever heard of Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet? I have heard of it. Um, Did you just have a stroke? No. It sounded, you just sounded, you just said words. That's all I heard. (laughs) Uh, So it's a podcast that Erica listens to. Um, I believe they're a brother and sister. And they, their normal show is they read um, and and kind of roast um, absurd reviews of things, um, at both like one star reviews, five star reviews, anything in between. Um, and the few times I've heard the show, like one like Eric has had it on, their shows tend to have like a theme. Like I know when right. we were on vacation last year, we um, she had an episode on that was um, it was wedding chapel themed, so like Vegas <laughs> like wedding chapels. Uh-huh. And like some of the reviews for those places are very funny. Um and they're doing like like a tour right now. So they're doing a bunch of live shows and they were at Punchline up in Fishtown last night. Um so Eric had, had gotten tickets um and we went um it was it was the two of us plus one of her coworkers that also listens. And like it was a legitimately like it was a funny time. I had never been to like a live like podcast thing like that before. Um but like they come out and like th- they just kind of they they do what their normal shtick is. Um, but everything was Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you could tell, like, just because of some of their reactions, they did not plan, like, with each other what reviews they were going to be bringing up, um, or how they were going, like, in what order they were going to do them, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, like, at one point, there was, like, a stretch where they did, like, five different Franklin Institute reviews, like, back to back. Um, and some of them, some of them were very, very good, and some of them were just, like, did this person actually put anything in English? Um, there was one near the end that they read that it took, it was about a 10 minute review. It took about 10 minutes to read it, maybe a little bit longer, um, of the Liberty Bell. Jeez. Yeah. Like, but the pro, like, the thing is, like, the, whoever, whoever wrote this review spent more time writing a review of visiting the Liberty Bell than it actually takes to visit the Liberty Bell. Uh huh. Um, at one point there was an, entire section where he just went on on this like rant about all of the other history he's interested in hmm. and like they, they made a joke like like do, like during the show like the um the the brother was just like is this like an alternate version of we didn't start the fire <laughs> <laughs> because it it, it kind of it, it worked um but yeah like at one point he, the, the person completely stopped talking about the liberty bell and history entirely and started like wondering like it looked like there was a storm rolling in, and I was worried if I'd get back to my car in time before it rained. And then, like, how long would it take me to get to ninety five and back home? Would I get there before it was dark? <laughs> what? What? One of the lines in, in that whole section was literally, "I wonder whatever happened to my ex girlfriend." <laughs> um, and yeah, it was all. Some of them were like very long winded, like that. Uh, one of them was like, I forget, I don't remember the name of the place, but it was like a random bar, like bar restaurant. Where like they want it was they were people from out of town and they wanted ranch and it took too long and they they were afraid to ask again so they left like one of them left went across the street to CVS bought a bottle of ranch dressing and then brought Jesus. it back mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah just like I I don't usually read reviews on things but like after seeing that it kind of makes me want to start because like holy shit like just. <sighs> Some of the things that people like write about in these reviews are just, they're insane. Um, mm-hmm. and a lot of times they just, they go off on these tangents that have nothing to do with the thing they're reviewing. Like, one of the Franklin Institute ones was the person basically complaining that they couldn't find the Franklin Institute. 
<laughs> I, like, how, how can you not right? find the Franklin Institute? Like, I mean, it's off a, off on a, not a side road, but like, it, it, it is on a main road. But yeah, how do you, it's, it's right there. And it's a very large building. How do you not find it? Unless you cannot find parking for it, which I understand that. Even parking in the Franklin Institute is a pain in the ass to get to. Yeah, you often can't park in there. Like, if it's, if you're going there for like one of the, um, the thingies. Mm-hmm. Um, half the time, like they they get filled up like uh, with pre parking. You can't even buy parking for it. Yeah, but yeah, it was just it was hilarious. Like the person's just like, yeah, I couldn't find it. And then I was talking to somebody in the in the the way it was worded was I was talking to somebody in the gift shop, and they're like, yeah, that's always been a problem. I used to work there, and I couldn't find the place. I'm like, what fucking gift shop were they in? Yeah, right? <laughs> Did they mean the Franklin Fountain? No, they were trying to go. I, hmm. No, they they have to been talking about the Franklin Institute because like just because they left the comment on the Franklin Institute doesn't mean that is what they meant. But I I think like the thing actually said that like I think the review actually mentioned the Franklin Institute a few times and like they were there to see okay. an exhibit. Yeah, it's just it the amount of like just well, crazy stuff they found for like Philly things. Um, they like they they had a couple for like Philadelphia track um traffic court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they. They found a three-star review for the Philadelphia Police Department. Nice. And the review was just simply like, haven't, haven't had as many problems here as I have in other cities. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, it, it, it was a surprisingly good time. And like, like, Drew, I think you've been to a couple, like, like, uh, last podcast on the left or something like that, right? Yeah. I, Sarah and I went and saw the last podcast last year. Yeah. Like, I feel like those true crime ones, I would just not click with as much because I just, I don't like them. But well, like, so last pod, like it was not just uh here's a one true crime thing. What they did, because the three of them kind of have their little bit of niches that they really enjoy. So like Marcus, yeah, he did a true crime thing, but Henry did aliens, and then Ben had like uh cryptid stuff, and so it was kind of covered everything that they talk about. Okay. I mean, to be fair, like, I don't like the, their show all that much. So I didn't know they actually did different things, because I've only listened a couple of times. And I think the couple I've listened to were always true crime ones, so I'm like, I don't like this. I'm not going to listen anymore. I had no idea that they did, like, like, like uh, cryptids and, like, that sort of stuff, too. It, I mean, they're redoing their Mothman stuff, because they wanted to talk more about Mothman, and they opened with how Mothman could have stopped 9-11. Okay. Or, sl- or really, why didn't Mothman stop 9-11? Nice. Yeah, like, Erica listens to a lot of, like, the true crime and, like, paranormal ones, and, like, for the most part, like, none of them click with me. Like, I don't dislike true crime stuff. Like, I think, like, the documentaries and stuff are usually interesting, but, like, other there's one podcast she listens to, and I don't know the name of it, um, that, like, I don't mind. All the rest of them, like, just do not click with me at all. Um, but, like, this one we went to, and I'm just like, oh, no, th- like, this was actually, like, a legitimately, like, pleasant time. Like, it almost makes me want to listen to the show. But I have so many other podcasts that I'm just weeks behind on. I'm not going to add another podcast <laughs> to that list. That's mm. fair. <laughs> but, like, it's definitely one of those, like, it's like an evergreen show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because it's just one of those, like, you can listen to it whenever. You don't have to listen to every episode. You can just look at the descriptions and be like, oh, this topic seems like it would be funny. Like, 
this is good background noise because if I if I zone out for something, it's not like I'm missing something important, right? Um, and like I would actually 100 percent go go see another one of one of these if like they came around again because it's fucking Philadelphia. I am sure there are countless other fucking reviews they could find. Oh, for sure. And like, cause like they only had they only had one for Pats. Interesting. Yeah. There was one for Pats. They had one other cheese cheese steak place. Um, it was a lot, it was a lot of history stuff like. Liberty Bell, um, Franklin Institute, uh, Ben Franklin's grave. Um, so they def they were definitely looking at like the touristy things. Fair, but yeah, it was a good time. I I am glad that I agreed to go. Yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, that's all I have there. Um, Drew, did you think about the two albums? Okay, so like I said, for the like older classic or whatever, Train Wreck by Boys Night Out, hundred percent probably my favorite album of all time uh for the other one do we want to do a ska album or a not ska i'll let's do a ska album richie do you have a preference no okay so then let's do we want okay now we'll slightly narrow it down more like kind of more traditional ska or ska punk you know what rich i'll, I'll let you pick I, 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 <laughs> it's your pick drew I don't well, want to take your pick. You pick. Uh, uh, you're not taking my pick. You're just like it's be- it's all t- it's between Catbite and Kill Lincoln at this. Point. I either of them is fine. It really doesn't matter to me. Richie doesn't like music, is what we're we're. Thinking. No, no, no. It it just I I'll be a hundred percent honest. I don't really know the difference, so it doesn't really make a difference. <laughs> I'd like ska. It doesn't make a difference whether it's ska punk or ska ska. No, it would actually be really funny if it turns out you don't like ska and you just like ska punk. Uh, who knows? <laughs> you know what? Then we'll do Catbite. Uh, we'll we'll do their second album, their newer album, uh, Nice One. It's from 2021. Nice One, you said? Yes. Okay, cool. So yeah, next week, instead of Groundhog's Day, uh, we're going to listen to Boys Night Out's uh, 2005 Five. train wreck. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and Catbite's, you said 2021? Yes. Nice one. Yep. So that should be good. And it's it's honestly probably going to be shorter than a movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean. I think Trainwreck's like 45 minutes. And nice one is 29, 30 minutes. 29 minutes, 59 seconds. Nice. Yeah, is Trainwreck got, really even that long? It might not be. Because honestly, like, because I've heard it so many times, I tend to oh. skip um, the, the intro and outro. Fair. Uh, the full album is 52 minutes for Trainwreck. Just, oh, fucking Spotify not telling you how long each track is. Dying is 640 and introducing is 337, so yeah, that's 10 minutes. How do you know that? I just pulled them up on Spotify real fast. What? Spotify won't tell me how long they are. I just, it, it, you open the song. Oh, that's, yeah, no, that makes sense. Um. So yeah, so it is like forty five minutes. Then when you cut out the intro and the the outro, yeah. Um, but I'll I will actually listen to them for this one. Yeah, it is same. It has probably been a decade since I bothered with those. Um, yeah, like I have them in my liked songs, but I skip them basically every time they come up. Yeah, like they're not songs, and like you know what they're doing. You yes. just want to get into the songs. Yeah. Um. Anything else either you guys want to talk about? Nope. No, that's about it. All right. Well, in that case, then. Uh, if you'd like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. 
If you can't support us there with your dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, some other places. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. All of it helps. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Twitter and Instagram. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo. You can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. Uh, Rich, streaming? Yes? No? Maybe? Yes. Uh, check me out. Twitch.tv slash b-walnuts and youtube.com slash at b-walnuts. Um, game streaming. And you're my- doing a birthday stream next Thursday? Yes, my birthday is next Thursday. We will be... Uh, we are not doing Sea of Thieves because I believe Sassy is, is busy that, that day. So instead... Probably around five-ish, maybe a little bit later. Depends on, like, what time I get home, if I'm doing dinner or anything for my birthday. Um, Probably around five-ish, we'll start uh, stream until question mark, um, doing a bunch of community different stuff. Maybe some Mario Kart, maybe some Fall Guys, maybe some Jackbox, maybe some Among Us. Whatever whatever we can get as many people as possible to play. Maybe some Exo Primal that I've been looking into playing, because it's free to play on... Well, not free to play, but it's on Game Pass, and I know a lot of people are playing it and loving the shit out of it. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I've heard mixed things, but like it seems like if you're looking for just a game to play with people, it might actually be good From for that. I, I have a lot of people saying that it's very like they they liken it to uh, Overwatch and like if you like Overwatch you quite possibly might enjoy this game. Yeah, yeah, like it, it's got that like probably not a probably not tons of fun to play just by yourself on like like by yourself by yourself like off stream. But I think like the way that you'd be playing it, it it would probably click right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but All yeah, right. check check those out as well as my let's plays and whatnot else on YouTube and whatnot. And with with that, we will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Bye.